Hello, welcome back to the last part of my Christmas parts, Christmas parts, Christmas collection, Christmas selection, oh no, the Christmas story in the three parts, there we go, that's the title, anyway, welcome back to my humble abode, which is my room, which looks very festive right now. I have my Christmas tree on and my Christmas lights on. So it's a very cozy feel. So yeah, I am recording this on Sunday the 20th, I think that it is. Because the next three days is nothing but work, work, work. So on the 24th, I will be posting this because I thought why not have a good Christmas Eve listen if you have time. I know we can't be with our extended family this year, but I'm cool with that. I like being at home with my fam. And I'll get to get presents from my grandparents anyway. And wish them a Merry Christmas, so it's not that hard. But I hope you are doing well. And yeah, it's, it's crazy how fast Christmas comes, isn't it? Like, it feels like yesterday I was like, oh my gosh, Christmas is just weeks away, and no, it's just right at our doorstep, so, <clears throat> yes, sorry about that, I'm just all clogged up, which is just usually how I am, so, yeah, today we are going to be reading about three wise men, I find it's a really neat story, my friend was giving me fun facts earlier, so, shout out to my friend Tanya, who was like, ooh, I have this fact, and I have this fact, and I was like, let me write this down, so, yeah, I might, I might mention just one, maybe two, but yeah, we'll see. But this is great. This is my last podcast for 2020. Next year, I will probably do a podcast probably in the first week of January. I do work fair a bit in the first week of January, but I will probably get one in on work on one on the Sunday, maybe get it on a Monday if I'm not working that Monday. I seem to be working Mondays now, but yeah, they'll probably do a podcast somewhere talks about what I got out of 2020, so yeah, that will probably just be like a year roundup. I might go into, because right now I was just doing like season one as it is called, but I might make it now season two next year, so this might be the last episode of season one of from the heart with Juliet, so that's cool, but I will stop talking so we can get reading, I have a little bit of time to squeeze this in because it is 8.39 and my little sister's going to bed in like 20 minutes, so yes, let us go on this journey back to Bethlehem, I think, possibly Bethlehem, I think it is Bethlehem. Okay, so I'll be reading a part of it. Most of it I will be improvising. I was trying to write up notes, but my brain has just been a fuzz, and I've been procrastinating quite a lot, which does not help me stay out of the fuzz. So we are just going to go for it. There is lots of coolness about this. So if you want, you can join me. We're now going back to Matthew because Luke stops with the angels. It does talk about... Jesus being presented at the temple, so maybe I will go back, because that's a good part, because that's when Jesus, I was at the end of the angels and the shepherds, 
No, he got his name at the end of the Angels and the Shepherds. But there is where um, he meets Simon and, uh, what's the other lady's name? Not Sarah. Uh, I don't remember. But where those two prophets kind of are like, yippee, we get to see him before we die. So, yeah. So Matthew 2, verse 1 to 12. The ways we're not reading about Herod killing all the babies, because that's just sad. But that's what happened, so. Yay! So, yeah, like I said, Matthew 2, verse 1 to 12. I'll start reading. The visit of the wise men. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judah, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw a star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And he assembled the chief priests and the scribes of the people. He inquired of them where the king was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judah, for it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are no means less among the rulers of Judah, for you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly, and Oh, let me try and read this. As certain tend? As certain tend? I don't know what that word is. I'm not good at reading. But I think it's as certain tend. That's what it looks like. So if I totally read it wrong, you can just read it right in your Bible. From then what the star had appeared. And he sent to them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word, and I too may work, come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced excitedly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. They opened their gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh, and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. So, a lot of things to say about this. First of all, what I think, what, what the age Jesus is, I more go with the two-year-old age that he was, probably because, like, the wise men, like, it's not easy to travel back then. And he probably was already maybe a toddler, maybe one years old. Like, Kind of like figuring out the prophecy and then all of a sudden realizing, oh, there is a king that is going to be born. So, that's just, that's my theory. I think he was two years old. If you think he's a baby, that's totally fine. It's, it's okay to have different opinions, but that's just how I see it. That was probably a toddler already. And they probably just were hanging in Bethlehem. Probably just a found work. But that's what I think. Also, verse 6. Oh, where's that verse from? I like sometimes how they take scripture and they'll be like this is from a whole different spot but I might be wrong no it is from Micah 5 verse 2 which is the verse 6 so if we go to Micah verse 2 which I think is not that far away I'm just going to quickly bookmark this so I can find my way back we're just going to quickly go run through the Old Testament in a very slight jog if I can find it. Because I always find it interesting how the like the people in the New Testament take Old Testament stuff 
And they'll be like, oh yeah, someone said this back then. So, in Micah 5 verse 2, it says, But you, O Bethlehem, Ethrida, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, and one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. So that's cool, how it kind of connects there, when you see that that was also spoken of then which is really neat. And kind of like how all the prophecy stuff lines up. And even Jesus in the Old Testament is always like, boom, 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 just quoting stuff from the Old Testament. So, yeah. And then you see the wise men. They're probably from Persia. My friend <laughs> was thinking they're maybe from Egypt. So that's what we were discussing earlier. She was like, I think they were from Egypt. And I was like, that's a good theory, but to me, they're probably from Persia. But she was telling me that in Icelandic, the prop or Iceland, the proper term for the wise men is magi, which is what other people use. Some people use wise men. I use wise guys, which isn't much of a difference, but there's lots of different terms you can use. Magi sounds like really professional, so I kind of I kind of dig magi. So yeah, you have them. They're hanging with King, well, not really hanging with King Herod. Because when you hear the term king, you're probably like, oh my goodness, you know, castle, king. So they go there first because, you know, that's their first assumption. They're not really traveling at night. That's probably during the day when they got there and they're like, oh, the star's not here, so we'll just go to a castle. And then Herod, Herod was just a very paranoid person. Like, he had most of his family killed. So high paranoia, high anxiety for him. And then when you have these wise guys come, it probably did not help him at all. So he gets his priest, and his priest reads that spot from Micah 5 verse 2. And Herod is like, well, shoot, we have to find him and kill him, because I'm not going to be able to rule it. So Mace kind of tricks the wise guys. Thankfully, God is on it, and is like, sup, don't go back to him, he no good. So, yeah. And it's neat, because... For Jesus' first birthday gifts, he gets gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So, from what I can remember from movies and Veggie Tales, I think Veggie Tales talked about it. Oh no, I'm referring to my favorite kid show. But, yeah, he gets gold, which would help pay for things because they are going to like hike to Egypt because you need to get away from all that. So, you get gold, and frankincense, I think, was like a. Some sort of, like, healing powder and stuff that you use. I'm trying to remember. I heard this somewhere. Oh, it was on the Nativity. That's a good movie. That's a Christmas movie we watch every Christmas. I recommend it. They were talking about, like, how gold was, like, the gift for a king. Oh, frankincense with these are... Oh, frankincense was a gift for a savior. And myrrh was a gift for a prince. A priest. So, kind of what the king would use would be like the gold, then the savior would use the frankincense because frankincense was what people used when someone died just to make them smell a little better, kind of clean them up. And then myrrh was what a priest would use. Yeah, I'm kind of probably mixing that up. You want to look that up? Go ahead. I'm no theologic person. I'm just trying to guess from movies. So, 
that's neat. And it's handy because, like, the frankincense and the myrrh kind of powdery things that you can use. So get your kid all bandaged up because Jesus probably played in the dirt because he a, was a kid. So, yeah, that is just a whole mumble-jumble thing. <laughs> but I find it just very neat how God had, at first, some shepherds, you know, just shepherds hanging in the field. And then he brings in these more higher-up people. And they're able to bless Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. Just with some income and some stuff they may need. And it's like God was just like, I want to bless the shepherds. And then I also want to bless you. And also bless the wise men. Because they probably had been hunting this down for years. They probably were studying it. And they were like, this prophecy, you know? It's like when you're like doing a big project. And you just want to like go find out what it is. It's like a good ending to a story. So, yeah. That's really cool. And always when I think of the gifts that Jesus got, it just reminds me, like, that. That's kind of where we start off after that, because the wise men gave baby Jesus gifts. And also Jesus is our gift as well. And his gift to us was dying on the cross so that we would live for him forever, which is so amazing. And that's why he came as a baby. He wanted to live how we lived, and he wanted to just experience everything so that he could relate to us. And my pastor, Pastor Lauren, from my church, he was talking about, oh, how, because Jesus is called Wonderful Counselor, right? So you think of Wonderful Counselor as, like, someone you can, like, kind of talk to, and he can listen well, and he understands you, but... Really, Jesus really understands us because he walked a human life. He experienced everything from, like, maybe, like, just getting, like, bullied as a kid. Who knows? Like, there probably was, like, some people in Nazareth or, or where he grew up. Was it Nazareth? It was Nazareth. I'm right. Probably, like, you know, maybe he got, like, picked on a little bit as a kid. He had older brothers. He experienced probably, like, siblings just, you know, not wanting to be the nicest. Or younger brothers. Younger brothers. Younger brothers. That's what I meant. Yeah. So, and then as an adult, he went through, like, all the stages of growing up. Like, learning what is right and wrong for Mary and Joseph. I'm sure Jesus, though, was, like, a very, like, obedient child. Like, he probably was the easiest thing to raise ever. But, you know, so I just learned things, too, which is cool. So he put himself through all that so that. At the end of his life, when he did die, he actually came back to life, and he was like, hey, you can do the same, because I crossed death's borders, and now you can come live with me. And I find that's just so loving and so cool, because he is truly our gift, and that is why we give gifts at Christmas, because Jesus is the gift. So when we give gift to others, we are reminding ourselves of that gift that Jesus gave. The gift of him experiencing our view from down here in this sucky earth and then dying for us which is just it just blows my mind so yeah that's really cool I thought that was neat so I'm at the 12 minute mark I have seven minutes left excuse me I'll probably read that part in Luke a different time. I maybe could do that as like a 
after Christmas special or something. Who knows? Um, I will end this off with a little bit of prayer because that's always good. So if you want to bow your hands and bow your hands, bow your head. I need to go to bed because I need to wake up early. Okay. <laughs> Lord, I thank you for this time. Just reading your word and just realizing what you have done for us and what Christmas really means. And I know for this year, especially for me, the story actually comes more life for me because I see what you did and I see that you know our pain and you know our sorrow and you just you just know it so well, Lord, and I thank you for that you just wanted to experience that so you could relate on such a better level, which is just so lovely and amazing that our God would come down as a small infant baby to be a gift to the world. It's just, it just blows my mind, like, I've never heard of any other culture's God doing that, because their God's not real, but you are, and yeah, Lord, I thank you for how you just bless us, and I pray that you would just bless these people who are listening this Christmas season, Lord, I pray that they would just feel your love, and I pray that they would just see how much you care for them and how much you love them despite these hard circumstances despite the days we don't want to get out of the bed despite the days we don't want to go to work despite the days when we don't have work and we just are bored and we're procrastinating lord i pray that you would just help us see where you want to lead us what hobbies you want us to do how you just want to grow us lord i pray that we would just accept that growing is good and that it's okay to be stretched and it's okay get a little pain because pain makes makes us stronger lord even though it hurts so yeah lord i pray that you would just bless these people i pray that they would just have a happy christmas with their families at home just staying safe and healthy lord jesus and i thank you for these listeners who have just gone along with me with my reading and my stuffy nose (laughs) and yeah lord i just pray that you would just bless them so much and as 2021 comes along lord I pray that we would just really focus in on you and just ask how you want to grow us and how you want to spread our expectations. Amen. Well, peoples, it has been a blast. This is probably the longest one I've done. And I just pray you have a happy Christmas. I'll be thinking of each one of you. And if you don't have time to listen to this on Christmas Eve, you can do this and do it after. It's fine with me hope you enjoyed me reading it was a lot of fun i love reading out of the bible i don't do it enough so it just helps me kind of do it better so yeah i thank you for just coming along with me and i just hope you have a happy day wherever you are bye